Um, now, I think one of the biggest challenges people feel uh, is, oh, but I've never been discipled. Like, I, at least not in, not in a way that we're describing here. I don't think I've ever been really apprenticed by somebody. I don't know if I've ever really been trained to obey Jesus. I don't know that if I've ever been through a defined process. And, um, but I, I have been growing. Maybe you've been a believer for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. I, I, I have a relationship with the Lord. Um, I, just, I just don't know if I've had this kind of experience before. How do I know how to, how to give away what I already have? And you guys, that's why we created this entire coaching intensive. Um, we are here to help you guys uh, activate everything you've learned about following Jesus and everything that is true about your, your faith in Christ that is, that is bearing fruit, how to activate that in such a way to give that away to somebody else. We're going to walk you through how to do that. So the how problem is something that we're going to really work on together, but the willingness problem is something you have to face yourself. Are you willing to make disciples? Hey friends, welcome to the 1000 Houses podcast where we encourage and equip households to make disciples in and through the home. Every episode, you'll hear interviews, teachings, and conversations around what it looks like to turn your home into a hub for mission, community, and discipleship. So today's episode was taken from one of our coaching intensives called Life on Life Discipleship, where we provide you with personal coaching and equipping on your journey to taking on apprentices to multiply disciples. So to learn more about this coaching intensive, visit 1kh.org slash discipleship. And if you're interested in learning more about a thousand houses in general and want to check out some of our other resources, head on over to 1kh.org. Let's jump into today's episode. Am I ready to make a disciple? That's a really important question to ask and try to answer. And it's a challenging one. I'll... Uh, we'll work through some of the ways to think through how to answer that question. But it is really a, a serious and, and somewhat of daunting thing to say, do I really want somebody following me? Um, and it, this is, it seems really serious uh, to imprint into somebody's life uh, various spiritual practices. And, uh, and so we want to talk through how to even ask and, and wrestle through the question, am I ready to make disciples? Now, um, I like to, to consider this analogous question to, uh, what a lot of parents ask, and that is, are we ready to have children? Um, now think through how a couple might answer that question. Am I ready to, are we ready to start having children? So the, the first thing they're going to have to, um, have to be is, of course, physically mature enough to reproduce. Uh, hopefully if they're married, they're uh, physically mature enough. Uh, the second thing they have to have is, is they, they really want to have a, a stable, committed marriage. You want to bring children into a home, a home that is, that is stable, that where there's love and, and where there's commitment and where, uh, there's the desire and the ability to raise the children. And the third thing is, are you, are you, is there enough sort of health, uh, generally in, in your financial life, in your spiritual life, uh, to take on that challenge in, in, in that marriage life? And so these are basic things that I think couples oftentimes consider when they're deciding whether or not to have children. And one of the questions they don't a- a- ask, usually, hopefully, is, are we, the best parents in the world to raise children? Because, of course, if anybody asked that question, the answer, of course, would be no. I mean, there's probably a 40 or 50-year-old couple who have had lots of experience raising children and that probably are way further along in their maturity uh, and could raise children better than you uh, than you could in your early uh, to mid-20s, let's say. 
But that's not a good question to, a- to ask when a- asking this question because that, that's, not, that's not really relevant. What's relevant is, are you ready? Um, is, this, is this something that you ought to, take, to, to begin to, to tackle? And I think that's really similar to this question of discipleship. Uh, we're not asking who would be the ideal person to disciple someone. If that is true, then we should do a giant survey, find the most ideal disciple maker in the entire world, and say they need to disciple everyone. Um, but of course, that's totally unrealistic, just like it is raising children. And so the, the bar for discipleship can't be that. It has to be closer to the bar for having children, um, like the, the analogy we're using. And so let's kind of work through this question of, um, am I ready to, to make disciples? And so we're going to go, go through the same criteria that you would ask about physical children. Number one, are you mature enough to reproduce? Um, and one of the basic questions I like to try to ask um, when we're trying to decide if, if someone's ready in terms of their maturity is would the world be better if there were more of them, the way they follow Jesus? Is there fruit in their life of, of following Jesus that, that is positive um, and that has really affected their heart, their life in such a way that, that those who know them would say, yes, uh, we would love to see you reproduce. We would love to see more of you. The second thing is, are you in a committed relationship with Jesus? In the same way that you need to have a marriage to really uh, solidify the kind of environment in which you want to bring a child into, you as a disciple maker need to have a committed relationship with Jesus and uh, be filled with the Holy Spirit in such a way that bringing a new, a new believer into that relationship that you have with the Lord is going to bring blessing into their life. And so if you have a regular um, uh, and growing intimacy with, with God, then I think then that, that is a critical element of what it requires to make a disciple. And the third thing is the stability of your life overall. In the same way that you would ask, you know, can, you, can we afford to have children or are we ready for this? Can you afford the time and focus that, that disciple making requires? Are you able to, uh, to give them the, the attention that's required? We'll talk about more specifically what that would entail, but that's an element of trying to decide your readiness for, for making disciples. And, uh, and so one of the great things about um, physical children in the analogy we're using is that you're not given you know, a whole bunch of teenagers the day you get married. Um, this process occurs in such a way that you can take on really young children uh, when, you're, when you're early in your marriage. And as you mature, those kids that you are raising mature as well. And I think that disciple making is also very similar to that. Um, we're, we're asking if there is a brand new believer in your life that needs discipleship and has nowhere else to go um, to find somebody to help train them to be like Jesus. Um, could you do that? Are you in a, is there something that you know about following Jesus that you could pass on to them in, in a, through a process of apprenticing them in your life? Um, and so I think that, that that's, that's where a lot of people are at. Um, and that's the way discipleship should and often ought to start. It just doesn't start with, here's, you know, you've been following Jesus for three years. Here's somebody who's been following Jesus for 10 years. Can you disciple them? Of course, you're going to disciple downstream. Oftentimes, people who are younger than you, people who have followed Jesus less time than you, people who have less experience than you. And so it doesn't take a lot of experience when you're in an environment in which a lot of new believers are coming into faith to find people to, to make disciples that are downstream from you in the faith. And that's really what we're looking for um, for making for making disciple for making disciples. So it's really important to, to to think about this in this way. And also in the physical uh, child analogy, there are two parents. Um, you know, it, it, hopefully there are multiple grandparents. And in the same way, um, we're going to really recommend that 
that when we think about discipleship, we're not thinking about ourselves as having everything that this disciple is ever going to need in their spiritual life, and so their discipleship will end when our process with them ends. Hopefully, they'll be discipled by three, four, five, six, seven, who knows how many people in their lifetime. And that's a good thing. If we were all being a part of apprenticing various people, then we would, we would want to experience being disciple and discipling, oftentimes at the same time. I think that's extremely healthy. But because we're not, in, we're not in a culture of disciple making, oftentimes it's very hard to find people that will disciple you. And so this becomes, you know, a tenuous thing. But if we want to see this ever begin to become something that's restored, then we need to take that step of making disciples. And also we want to imagine a world if this begins to uh, multiply where this person we're discipling will get to be discipled by multiple other people. And so we don't have to feel the pressure of being the only spiritual parent they'll ever experience in their, in their life. I think we, I would love to see the people that I'm discipling be discipled by others as well. Others, especially that have gifts, um, and callings and experiences and areas where they're obedient in ways that, that are really beyond me or my, my own maturity. Um, so, and, you know, part, part of the whole process of, of having children, one of the most amazing things about um, getting to be a parent is the incredible way in which it matures you as well at the same time. And the Lord is very comfortable with giving children to parents who are um, going to screw up their kids in various ways. All of us do. Uh, where none of us are perfect, none of us are like Jesus. And so uh, God has decided that that for our own growth as mothers and fathers, we get the opportunity to raise children. Um, even if we're not perfectly mature. And we need to embrace that same thing when it comes to disciple making. It is okay to not be perfectly mature. You're going to grow a lot through the process. But if you resist obeying Jesus in this area and say, well, I am, even though Jesus has clearly called me to make disciples, I'm going to say no to Jesus. I'm going to disobey him in this area because I don't feel like I'm ready. Then, of course, that's dangerous. We need to make sure, yes, that we get ready, if that's the truth, but we need to have a plan for how we are going to go about um, ultimately obeying this command of Jesus and not resisting what he's asking us to do. And so uh, in a world in which there is an ideal disciple-making movement, we've seen this in a lot of places overseas where disciple-making movements are exploding, it's not unusual at all for somebody who's only 6 to 12 months in the faith to begin to disciple uh, believers who are um, who are even earlier in their faith. And in a lot of countries, people are coming on board for discipleship even before they come to faith. They're, they're willing to learn to follow Jesus um, and go through various discovery Bible studies that are centered on the Gospels where they're learning about what it means to follow Jesus. And so there are lots of ways to do this, and we're going to talk through the methods, but I think it's important not to say, because we live in a culture that has historic Christian, Christian roots, um, that we don't say, well, there are people that have been following Jesus for 50 years around us, so I, who am I to make disciples? Um, again, in, in disciple-making movements and other places, uh, it's, it's not unusual at all. It's actually the norm for newer believers to begin to make disciples um, very quickly after they come to faith. Um, now, I think one of the biggest challenges people feel uh, is, oh, but I've never been discipled. Like, I, at least not in, not in a way that we're describing here. I don't think I've ever been really apprenticed by somebody. I don't know if I've ever really been trained to obey Jesus. I don't know that if I've ever been through a defined process. And, um, but I, I have been growing. Maybe you've been a believer for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. I, I, I have a relationship with the Lord. Um, I just, I just don't know if I've had this kind of experience before. How do I know how to, how to give away what I already have? And you guys, that's why we created this entire coaching intensive. Um, we are here to help you guys. Uh, activate everything you've learned about following Jesus and everything that is true about your your faith in Christ 
that is, that is bearing fruit, how to activate that in such a way to give that away to somebody else. We're going to walk you through how to do that. So the how problem is something that we're going to really work on together. But the willingness problem is something you have to face yourself. Are you willing to make disciples? Um, and so in this question of am I ready to make disciples? I don't know what's been stirred up in, in this video or in this content, but I, I really want you to take some time to think about this. And I want to give you a, a little assignment for um, uh, for this week. And that is, ask the Lord this question that we are asking right now. Ask him, am I ready to make disciples? I'm really curious what you hear from him. So take the time and ask him, because I, I know that a, a big part of what I want to make sure is true about anything that I am taking on in the kingdom of God is that I feel a sense of calling and a sense of assignment from the Lord. And I, I don't want to take that away from you. I want you to experience that yourself. So take some time, ask the Lord, am I ready to make disciples? And courageously just kind of process and write down whatever you feel like he's saying to you. We want to listen to, to those things and we want to understand how he's, how he's, how he's guiding us in this assignment. So um, I, I'm so encouraged again by the fact that when Paul even talked about discipleship, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. In the areas in which I follow Christ, that's how I want you to follow me. I want to always say, say to people that we're discipling, you guys need to really vet everything I do and say based on the scriptures themselves because there's areas where I'm falling short. There's areas where I'm not obeying Jesus perfectly. And I need you to be able to discern those areas. And what I'm asking you to do is when you're convinced I am following Jesus in a way that's consistent with scripture, that you would choose to do the same thing along with me. So that's really the call. We're calling people to follow us as we follow Jesus. Um, and so this is going to be a team effort uh, of lots of people training lots of people how to follow Jesus in the areas that the Holy Spirit has been growing us in. Um, so take the time, really kind of journal through this question and whatever kind of gets stirred up by the, the question, am I ready? Um, am I ready to make disciples? And just listen to what the Holy Spirit says to you about this assignment. Well, friends, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a deep desire to actually make disciples in your context, but you simply don't know how, we'd love to invite you to apply for our coaching intensive called Life on Life Discipleship, where you're going to work through online content and receive personal coaching on this journey to making disciples that multiply. So for more information and to apply for this coaching, head over to 1kh.org slash discipleship. We'll see you for the next episode.